Hi friends, and welcome to Live Well with Emily, a podcast where we talk about all things yoga, Ayurveda, mindful living, and holistic wellness. My goal is to inspire and empower you to cultivate a deep sense of connection with yourself and give you the tools necessary to live a more balanced, healthy, peaceful life. I'm so happy you're here. Let's get started. Hey love, welcome back. Today is the second um, episode in the three-part mini-series of how to balance the doshas with some simple food and lifestyle practices. So if you haven't listened to the intro to each dosha, you might want to go ahead and do that if you need a little bit of a refresher or if you're not really sure what a dosha is, it'll give you a basic understanding of what a dosha is according to Ayurveda. So today we're going to go over how to balance pitta dosha. So pitta is that fire and water dosha. Um, and let's see, so you may have a pitta imbalance if you experience any of the following. If you have burning indigestion, frequent loose stools, anger, irritability, overly intense or critical mind, if you have acne or any other sort of like skin rash or skin issues, inflammation in the body, burnout, overheated body temperature, um, excessive sweat, especially if it's with a strong odor, that's a good sign. Um, yeah, if you have any of those, there's a very good chance that your pitta is at least a little bit imbalanced. So let's go ahead and um, talk about how we can fix that. So the first place to start your healing journey is always with the food you eat. In nearly every holistic medicine practice, you know, it's understood that what you consume is what you become. Everybody knows the saying, you are what you eat. Well, it's true. The food you eat becomes the very essence of your tissues, your bones, your muscles, your blood, your thoughts. Everything is affected by the food that you're eating. So pitta is hot, light, oily, unstable. And we want to take in foods that cool, calm, and stabilize and ground that fiery body and mind. Pitta needs more sweet, bitter and astringent foods for optimal balance. So let's get into a few examples of what that can look like. Um, melon is really great for, for pitta dosha, especially watermelon or like bitter melons. Other fruits like fig, mango, pomegranate, and berries are all great for pitta dosha. For vegetables, you know, most vegetables are good for pitta's strong digestion. Just steer clear of spicy and hot veggies like radishes and chilies. Um, excess garlic is an ideal, excess onion, mustard greens, you know, things like that. Those are going to be a little too hot for pitta's already intense heat. Um, but focus more on cucumbers and artichokes, zucchini, broccoli, cauliflower, root vegetables like sweet potatoes or parsnips. Those are all going to be great for pitta dosha. Um, leafy greens, like uh, especially like the bitter ones like arugula, dandelion, chard, also kale, rhubarb. Um, ideally for pitta dosha, 
you know, we, we want to cook all of our vegetables for every dosha, but pitta can sometimes take more of the raw vegetables, but we pretty much only really want to play with that in the um, summer anyway. You can still cook all of your foods and and be good with pitta. Um, Raw vegetable and fruit juices are great, though, for pitta, like green juices and stuff that you make at home. That's a really great option for pitta dosha. Um, And then grains like oats, quinoa, rice, barley, wheat, popcorn, like homemade popcorn is a good option, too. Um... Beans are good for pitta, pretty much all of them. So mung beans in particular in Ayurveda are known to be very sattvic and tridoshic. So they're good for all of the doshas. Um, So maybe focus on mung beans, but you can, as a pitta, the digestion is so strong. As long as you're, you know, spicing your food um, with like cumin, coriander and fennel, things like that, adding beans, you shouldn't really have a problem. Um, they're generally pretty good for pitta. Dairy, if you're not vegan anyway, soft cheeses are great for pitta. Um, I definitely recommend getting dairy from your local farmer's market or a local farmer if it's an option. Um, same with like milk, if you drink cow milk or goat milk, even if you can get that local, totally better for your own health, for the health of your economy, for the health of your land, all of that. So much better to get local meat and dairy products. Oils like coconut, ghee, butter, olive oil, those are going to be good for um, pitta dosha, especially coconut and ghee. Coconut and ghee are like solid for pitta. Nuts, especially coconut, but also almonds are good. Um... For seeds, I would do sunflower and pumpkin. Um, those are going to be best for pitta, but you or yeah, pitta. But you can also do like chia and flax seeds too. Hemp seeds are good. For spices, you really want to spice your food pretty mildly for pitta dosha. Um, you want spices that are going to soothe and cool the body and the mind. So think. Like I said before, cumin is great for pitta. If you do cumin, coriander, and fennel, like mix those together, that is a really, really great option Um, because it will keep the the pitta fire going, but it also calms it and stabilizes it. So because, you know, with pitta, we don't want to completely get rid of all of the things that are, you know, making your agni or your digestive fire strong because then you're just going to throw yourself into another kind of, you know, you're going to either go toward a kapha imbalance or a vata imbalance and we don't want that. We just want to stabilize the pitta fire. So um, other spices that are good would be, uh, let's see, like vanilla, dill, turmeric is good. Um, you want to add a little bit of black pepper to your turmeric um, to really activate the curcumin in it. And you can do some, like, um, some cardamom is okay, but I would really focus mainly on, like, even if you just did cumin, coriander, fennel, a little bit of salt, and a little bit of black pepper, that would be great. You can just keep it that simple. Um, and then for natural sweeteners, uh, focus on maple syrup and date sugar. So those are nice and cooling. Um, honey tends to be too heating and drying for pitta dosha, but a little bit is okay, right? In Ayurveda, nothing is bad. We're just 
finding balance and moderation. So keep that in mind too. Um, so pitta digestion is fast and powerful. So try to eat heartier meals that are going to stay with you longer. A very solid serving of grains and beans. If you eat meat, then a little bit of animal protein um, added to your veggies and cooked in a good, like a ghee, or like I said before, a good healthy oil, maybe avocado oil. Um, will go a long way. Once you've incorporated some of these foods into your diet, then you can start to move on to the lifestyle practices. But really generally, we want to start with the food. Once you feel like you've gotten the food under control, we can move on. So some other lifestyle practices we have. Um, for pittas, it's great to do moon baths, like moon bathe, especially when the moon is full, but you can do this at any phase. So when the sky is dark go outside and bathe in the moonlight. If it's not too cold, you can wear minimal clothing, maybe even be naked if that sounds like something you're into, um, and ideally at least be barefoot. You want the moonlight to touch as much of your skin as possible. Okay, so sit down or walk around, whatever feels right, but find silence and connect with the moon energy. It is so, so healing for everyone, but particularly for Pitta because... Um, cultivating a relationship with and exposing the body to the moon is a very cooling, soothing, calming practice. All right, so next we have minimizing your work schedule. Pitta tends to be super ambitious to the point of burnout if not done mindfully. And if you're feeling like um, the candle is burning at both ends, you need to shave off some of that schedule fluff. So focus on the most important must-do activities and schedule the rest for another day so you have, you know, you're able to find more space to breathe and literally you schedule in play and rest. So once you've minimized your work schedule just to the basics, to the bare bone of what has to get done, you're not getting too crazy with things, then fill in some of that space with some calm and with some fun. So Pitta energy can become super serious and intense. And if you, you know, you need to allow yourself to blow off steam with something that you genuinely enjoy. You can even schedule in a nap if that sounds like something you wish you could do, but you don't normally give yourself or what have you, like you need to work on rest and play, minimize that schedule, play and rest. Okay. Moving on to aromatherapy. So for Pitta, we like to do things like peppermint, lavender, rose, lotus, and sandalwood. Those are perfect for pacifying Pitta dosha. They're nice and cool. They're calm. They reduce um, Pitta feelings like anger and intensity. You can diffuse these in your oil diffuser if you have one throughout the day, or you can put like a small drop on your wrists, your earlobes, your belly button, soles of your feet, but you want to make sure that you are, um, you know, you're diluting it with some other kind of oil. Ideally for you, a pitta person would have like a coconut oil would be best or a sunflower oil would work too. Um, and then you can also infuse a jar of oil with any of the plants that I just said, or with the oil, um, and then rub that on your skin, if that makes sense. So I did talk a little bit about that in the Kapha Dosha 
um, episode last week, but infusing herbs in your oil and letting that sit in the sun for four to six weeks. That's going to extract the herbs from the plants that you put in your oils and it's going to make the oil that you're using on your body um, really beneficial for you and really particularly medicinal for whatever you got going on. Okay. Um, what's next? You want to meditate daily. So even 10 minutes, five minutes a day is extremely beneficial. You can do a body awareness, um, meditation. You can do pranayama. Um, I will also, like I said, in the Kapha episode, I'll make a YouTube video on the Pitta pranayama practices as well. So keep an eye out for that. I'll eventually, um, share that with you, whether in the show notes or whatever too, but, uh, that will be coming soon. So if you are a Pitta person and you need some pranayama practices, I got your back. I'll get on that soon. Okay. Um, and then tongue scraping. So you got to, you got to scrape your tongue every morning before you eat or drink anything. When you wake up in the morning, scrape your tongue as your body detoxes throughout the night, the toxins accumulate on the surface of the tongue. And if you wake up and you go straight to your water or your tea or your coffee, you're reabsorbing that ama or that toxic, uh, buildup that, that was created overnight. And that's going to increase your physical and mental diseases. If you're not um, on top of that, right? Every morning. So get a tongue scraper if you don't already have one and scrape that tongue every morning. Okay. Um, let's see ice baths and cold showers. They kind of suck in the present moment, but afterward you really do feel awesome. Truly. Um, (laughs) cold showers can be done daily. You know, you can just do like even just one minute if that okay you know one minute in the cold shower um if you can do it longer that's great ice baths um I would suggest doing one like one to two times a month to start at least and try to spend one to seven minutes submerged in the ice um definitely get a friend to do it with you for emotional support um is it just me or like I, I don't know. I have a hard time. I, I have a love hate relationship. I should say with ice baths, like in the moment, I really can't stand it. But when I get out, I'm always like, Oh my God, I'm so happy. I did that. I feel so much better. And I, I really do love it. But in the moment it's, it's hard. So get your friend with you and do some ice bath parties. You know, it, it'll make it easier for you. Okay, then wear breezy, lightweight clothing to keep the air flowing and let your skin breathe. You can even consider wearing cooler colors like blue, green, uh, violet, um, or neutral colors are great for Pitta. You could do gold, so like wearing more gold bracelets or rings or whatever, that's an easy way to do it. You want to start to fill your um, life with more colors that are going to balance out pitta dosha. So trying to stay a little further away from like the reds, the yellows, the oranges, and wear more clothes that have that watery, airy um, feeling to them. Okay. And then let's see, we want to hydrate with coconut water, cucumber water. So fill a big quart mason jar with spring water and then add cucumber slices and sip on that throughout your day, throughout your morning. Um, 
Again, coconut water is another great option to drink throughout the day. Those are going to really help to cool the body. You can even add some mint leaves if you want to your cucumber water or your coconut water. You could make, I'm just thinking of this right now, but it sounds delicious. You could make like a whole drink of coconut water and spring water with cucumber and mint all together. You could even add a little bit of lime to that and that would be super yummy and super hydrating, super cooling. Um, I would recommend that for pitta dosha. So for uh, movement, you know, pitta dosha tends to be the one who's very fiery, right? So pittas tend to like to do hot yoga. Maybe they are really drawn to like fierce practices or fierce um, exercises in general, which is totally fine. Like you do you, Um, but also add in some yin yoga and some restorative yoga. If you're a pitta dominant person, like you, it's totally fine to have your powerful workouts and your vinyasa style classes. That's part of who you are. And we all need that anyway, but complement that intense physical practice with calm, soothing, cooling practices that relax and restore the mind, body, spirit. It'll actually improve your performance overall too. Like if you complement your practices with yin yoga and restorative yoga, your vinyasa practices or your you know powerful workouts are going to enhance and become better too. So keep that in mind. Okay, eat your meals slowly, mindfully in a space that's peaceful and with people you love. This will help your body digest more nutrients and increase your gratitude for the meal and keep you fuller longer which is important for dosha, for pitta dosha because, you know, we get hungry really, really fast. Um, I'm a pitta person, so pitta, you know, is very close to my heart. And I can say for sure that I am always hungry, but the more that I eat slowly, the more time I take to really sit with my food, feel it in my mouth, you know, um, slow down, and eat, you know, bigger meals that are uh, more hearty, the better. Okay, so that is some simple ways to um, balance out your pitta dosha. So my suggestion is to pick just a couple of these to commit to at a time. And once they've become second nature, you can move on to another few practices on the list until eventually, you know, you've incorporated all of these practices into your life and your pitta will start to calm down and you'll have some relief in no time really. But, but just, you know, I would start first with the food, incorporate those cooling foods that I mentioned mentioned, um, you're focusing on sweet, bitter, and astringent tastes. And then as that starts to feel normal and second nature, then move on to, you know, maybe you pick like you're going to start doing your yin yoga and you're going to moon bathe, right? And then once you've gotten that into your practice, then you're going to start to add, you know, maybe you feel like you can minimize your work schedule, or maybe you can add in meditation or, 
Um, you start scraping your tongue every morning. Actually, that should probably be one of the first things you do, honestly. (laughs) Um, yeah. Okay. So there we go. If you have any questions or comments or concerns, by all means, feel free to reach out to me. I'm going to put my contact info in the show notes so you can reach out on, you know, through email or on my website or Instagram, YouTube, whatever feels good. Um, and until next time, thanks so much for being here. Thanks for listening. I love you and I'm here for you.